Lamedalamadbay is on the bottom line, continuing the story of the Miraglam for Parsha Shlach. The Pasuk says it's Bamibar Yud Gimel, Psukim Chafhei and Chafav, Vayashuvu Mitur Haaretz. They got back from their tour of the land, they're uh, searching out the land. Vayelchu, and it says like they had uh, gone, Vayavo, and they came. Now that's very interesting. Um, by the way, this is Daf Lamed Hay, which a, uh, I, I, I would think a good simon for this Daf would be Lashon Hara. We'll see, uh, unfortunately, the Lashon Hara that was spoken by the Miraglim about Eretz Yisrael. Amrav Yochanam Yishumar Shemben Yochai, Makish Halicha Labia. The reason why it says they went and they came back, even though we already know that they went, we said that they were returning, was to teach us the following. Ma Bia Be'et Sarah, just like when they had left, they had, when they left initially for the mission, they had, um, evil intentions. Um, so too, when they came back, it was uh, with uh, bad intentions. Um, continues the Pasuk there, Pasuk Havzayin, And they uh, told him, and they said, we came, Uksiv, and it says uh, in Pasuk, the next Pasuk, Fs Kiazaam, but, but behold, the uh, nation that's there is very mighty, very strong. Am Rabbi Yochanan, I underlined um, Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Meir and Bax Rabbi Meir, Kol Hashayin Hara, Shain Boi, Dover Emes. Anytime that somebody is saying something um, uh, horrible that doesn't have some level of truth to it, B'tzchilas, at the beginning, Ein Miskayem Es Besofo. People basically ain't going to buy it um, in the end. And uh, that's why they said, we came to this land, flowing with milk and honey, and, and then they go into their Lashon Hara. The Pasuk Lamed over there says, Vayahas Kalevasam El Moshe. Vayas is the Lashon of, uh, basically, Kalev shut everybody up towards Moses. What does it mean towards Moses? Well, Amar Rabba Shehesitan Bidvarim. He essentially incited them. He got them all uh, excited. Uh, they were going to go against Moshe. And this is what happened. He saw Yehoshua uh, Dekam Mishtoi, who was um, uh, speaking. And when he was speaking, basically the people weren't interested in hearing from Yehoshua. Amrile, they uh, said to him, Dain Rosh Ketia Yimalel. Will this uh, Rosh Ketia, like a cut off uh, head or cut off uh, leader, should she speak? Uh, he didn't have any uh, children. So uh, they, they basically weren't interested in hearing what he said. Amar now, Kalev thinks to himself and figures, hmm, if I, like, speak up now on behalf of the goodness of Israel, on the behalf of the greatness of Moses, Amri be Milsa v'chasminli, they'll say something against me and they'll try to shut me up. Amar lahoin, and therefore, he had a great idea. You know what he said? Amar lahoin, he said, hold it here. Is this the only thing that this son of Amram has done for us? Done to us? Now, when everyone heard that, they thought, ooh, here's a juicy piece of uh, Lashon Hara that um, Kalev is about to say. Savri, the people figured, that he's about to say something very negative about Moshe. Ishtiku, and everyone was quiet. Unfortunately, that's sometimes what you have to do to get everyone quiet. Amalahu, as soon as he had everyone's attention, you know what he said? Is that all Ben Amr has done for us? Hotsianum Mitzrayimi took us out of Egypt, Vikarlanu Asayam, and he split the sea for us, Hechlanu Asaman, and he gave us the man to eat. Im Yoimar You know what? If you were to say to us, make ladders, Valu Laraki, and go up to heaven, Loy Nishma Loy, should we not listen to him? And then continues into the Pasuk, Aloy Nale, the Arashnoisa, let us surely go up and inherit this uh, great land that the Lord has promised us. Kama. 
the Pesach continues and says, The other Meraglim that went up with him to Israel and now came back, Amru, were not able to. Amar Rabbi Chaninabar Papa, Davar Gadol Dibur Meraglim a terrible, horrible thing did the Meraglim say uh, at that time. And um, they had said, this is what they said, quote, Ki Chazak Hu Mimenu, which uh, for stronger is the people of the land uh, than him, um, which sounds like that Hashem can't even like expel a uh, tenant that he ain't interested in or he ain't happy with. As if to say, Hashem, who's in charge of everything, certainly in charge of Eretz Yisrael, isn't able to take his, his things out. Of course he could. The puzzle continues, It is a land that consumes its inhabitants. Darsh Rava, Amar Kodesh Baruch, what was going on? Hashem had figured. My plan, so to speak, Hashem said, was for the good when they went in, you know, spies come in, they knew the Jewish people were uh, right on their doorsteps, and uh, they uh, they didn't notice the spies because of this plan that Hashem had. Um, I underline that. Wherever um, the Miraglim went to uh, spy out the land, Mace Chashiva did who, one of the very important um, people would pass away, one of the important residents, one of the important members of the uh, population. Why? Kihechi de nitridu, so that the people would so preoccupied vele lishalu and they won't ask, hey, uh, where are you fellas from? What you doing here in the land of Israel or the land of Canaan at the time? Ikadamri, alternatively, I squiggle on the Ikadamri. You know what happened? Iyav, big mach locus in Basra. Who was Iyav? When did he live? So, according to at least uh, one of the opinions, maybe even more, uh, what you know what had happened when the Miraglim came in? Iyav, Nachnavsha Iyav had just passed away. And the, the whole population was very uh, involved in eulogizing him. Kama. Now, that was Hashem's plan. However, they, the Baraglim, uh, looked at it negatively. Uh, they just said, oh, look at this. There's people dying right and left everywhere we went. Uh, the Pasa continues and says, uh, And we were, uh, in our eyes, like little grasshoppers compared to uh, the locals, and so too were uh, were we in their eyes. Amra Misharsha, I struggled with Misharsha Maraglim. Shakare Havu, they were lying Maraglim. Bish Lama, so we understand when it says, that they described the way they felt as though they were like little uh, uh, grasshoppers in the eyes of the locals. Kama Ella, when they continue and say, uh, three-word quote, and you know what, so too were we in their eyes. How did they possibly know? That was from Mishash's point. The Gemara says, as much as the Gemara is not a big fan of the Maraglim, as uh, all of us are not big fans of the Maraglim. However, Velohi, that's not necessarily the case. Ki havu mavri avli. We just said that wherever the Maraglim went, there was, uh, you know, uh, passed away a, a great uh, leader of the Canaanites. So uh, when they were um, having their Avelus meals, the locals, wherever the Moraglim Mavri, the Sudas Havara is that first meal that um, the mourners have when they get back from the uh, 
the cemetery burying the deceased, so that mavri, that morning meal, when they were having the morning, not morning, afternoon, night, but morning, like as an Avelus meal, Aveli, they would uh, do it underneath these uh, cedar uh, trees. And when um, the uh, Miraglim saw these giants, my goodness, they're terrifying, so um, they climbed up and they uh, sat up in the trees. Uh, and when that happened, Shami de Kamri, they overheard the uh, Canaanites saying, Did you, uh, hey, uh, Bob, did you see those uh, people that look like little tiny insects up in the tree? And, and now, I don't know if they actually look like a, you know, a spider or a cicada or whatever, but they uh, certainly uh, did not think that the, uh, those little people were any sort of threat. The Pasuk continues now, I believe, in Pas Perik Yudal, next Perik. And the, the whole nation sort of lifted up their voice and, and gave forth a, a sound and they cried. That night, Lel it was the ninth of Av, Amar Kodesh Baruchu, and Hashem um, exclaimed, they are crying a totally unnecessary crying I will set for them unfortunately a reason to cry and thus Tishbav and everything that's happened in Tishbav since then the Pasuk uh, Yud over there at the beginning of the Pasuk says and everyone wanted to uh, stone uh, Yoshua and Kalev with uh, rocks the second part of that Pasuk uh, in Bambar Yudalid Pasuk Yud uh, says and the honor of the Lord appeared in the tent of meeting now again if you read the Pasuk together the whole Ada said that they wanted to stone them with rocks then you keep it and so to speak the Kfoid Hashem Okay, the puzzle continues much later over there and says, So the men who had slandered the land uh, evilly or badly uh, died. It doesn't say but Ba is short for in the plague. Now, this must have been some sort of unique plague. They died a, a very strange death. Uh, what happened on Rabbi Hanina Bar Papa? Darsh Rabbi Shila. I may underline Rabbi Shila. Ishkvar Tamrasa. Milamid is comes to teach us that shin, now it was their tongues and their speaking that really got them into hot water, and therefore, uh, their tongues like extended and grew out of their mouths, and, and fell so low that it kind of landed into their belly button. And there were these worms and maggots coming out from their tongue going into their Belly button and and it was uh, brutally disgustrous. Um, that's the first part. Is Rabbi Shila? I also underline here Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak. He's a second understanding. Amar, you know how they died with the old askara, which is a uh, a breathing disease or breathing ailment that uh, essentially everything sort of like uh, closes down, thus a uh, almost like a natural uh, body strangulation of itself. Okay, now the brisa that we had uh, back on Lamed 
Dalad Amad Aleph, and we say we get back to, here it is for uh, at least another uh, three and a half lines, and uh, yeah, then we're going to have another huge interruption before we get to the end of the Brisa. Anyway, the Brisa continues and says, You had the whole Jewish people crossing over, whatever they did, whether it was sort of like as a, as a column or altogether as a square encampment. Either way, when the uh, last of the uh, Israelites crossed over the Jordan and they were now on the West Bank, Chazulam on the water went back to its uh, previous uh, stage. And Amar, like the Pasuk says, in the beginning of Yoshua, Vayihi, and it was, When the priests carried the Aaron, they, uh, when they removed themselves, and they stepped out of the Ardain, the uh, feet of the uh, legs of the Kaihanim uh, were removed and, and placed instead back on dry land. And and the waters of the Jordan went back to their previous uh, place. And it flowed like it had in days of old, uh, overflowing its its banks. Nimtza, so what happens now? You have the Kaihanim and the Aaron Kaidish on the East Bank, and everyone else in the Jewish people on the West Bank. Nimtza, Aroin, Veno Yisav, the Kaihanim Yisad That's what you have. And you also have the Israel, the whole Jewish people, Misad Achad, on the other side. Here is where we see, and I underline these four words, Nasa Arain es Naisav. The Holy Ark carried those who carry it. The Avarin sort of like flew over the uh, raging Jordan River. Shnemar, like the Pesach says, Vehikasher Tam Kolaam Lavor. And it was when all the people finished going over, Vayavor Arain Hashem, Vakahanim, Lifne Ha'am. Before the people. That's the end of the. Tanaic source, and we will actually continue the Tanaic source. We keep uh, starting it and then saying a little bit more. Um, it's really from the eighth paragraph of the Toisefta. Sefta is usually printed in the back of the Mesechta. Anyway, the continuation will be about uh, a little less than halfway down after the two dots. But says the Gemara, the fact that the Aaron could magically uh, fly and take others with it, uh, that issue was the issue that Uza. Kind of uh, messed up on Shneemar. Uzo was the time of uh, David Amelech. It says Vayavo Ad Garen Kidon. They brought the ark to the uh, Kidon uh, grain area, grain processing area. Um, says the pasuk Vayishlach Uza es Yadoi Lechayz es Haaron. It seemed like maybe the Aaron was possibly slipping, and Uza like lunged out his hand to uh, be able to um, save it. So Hashem said to Uza, so to speak, Uza, Noisav Nasa, those who carry it can be carried by it. You think the holy ark can't take care of itself? Vaycharav Hashem Uza, and the uh, divine wrath uh, flared up against Uza Vaya. Kehu Sham Al Hashal. And the uh, Elohim sort of smote him there, Al Hashal. What's this? Shal, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Eliezer. Chad Amar, one of them says, Al Iske Shalu, which uh, Rashi says is a Shkaga. Uh, it was a big mistake uh, to try to uh, reach out and grab and, and, and save it and hold it because that's totally unnecessary and almost a, an active denial of Hashem's. Um, Presence in the world. V'chad, I double underline this chad. V'chad, Amar, Sha'asa, Tzrachav, B'fanav. He did 
did his needs in front of it? Did he go to the facilities in front of it? Did he have Tasha with his wife? Did he just do his, his private, um, I don't know, he's going through his emails on his iPhone? Either way, he did things that were, were a personal nature and that was uh, uh, improper. The puzzle continues and says, Vayamasham im Aroin Halekim. And he uh, died there with the Aroin Halekim that was uh, Uzzah. Amrab Yechanan Uzzah Baal He came to the world to come. Shanemar. He died there along with, uh, along with like the holiest of holy things, the Ark of the Lord. Just like it lasts forever. So too did Uza come to Elam Haba. Uh, period. And David was very upset that the Lord had uh, made a breach. Uh, with Uza. Amr Blazar, Shinishtanu Panav Kicharara, that Vayichar is uh, almost a description of his countenance, his, his face grew like uh, a black coal cake. Ay, Alamiyatza. So one second, then ask him, Are you going to say any time where the Torah says the term Vayichar, Hachanami, we should say the same thing? So we answer no. Hasam Ksiv Af. There's a big difference. It says Vayichar. Ladavid or Vayichar Af. Hashem Vayichar Af is uh, almost like a temperature setting. Hacha Loksiv Af. But over here it doesn't use the term Af. Darash Rava, Rava Darshan. Ne'enash David. Why was David punished? Uh, essentially, Rashi explains it that Uzzah died by doing something that David Melech had asked, which was essentially to have the uh, Aaron uh, transported from one place to another. Well, in Karla de Retaira, David referred to the words of Torah, which are incredibly holy, incredibly intimate, as Miros, almost like Zmiros, uh, a song, Shnemar, like uh, David Melch records in Tehillim. Zmiros, Hayuli Chukecha, Beves, Megurai. Zmiros, songs, obviously David meant it in the most positive way. Like a person loves a song, a person can love Torah. But Zmiros, Hayuli Chukecha, were your statutes in the home of my inhabitants. So Hashem, so to speak, said to David, maybe he did, I don't know, so to speak. Uh, regarding the words of Torah that we know the Pasuk says, Mishle brings out this concept that even his boy, if you you even slightly avert your eyes, you blink uh from them, and it's suddenly gone. You don't have that clarity in Torah. You're going to refer to those as just Zmirois? Hareini said Hashem, so to speak, Behold, I am I'm going to trip you up in something that even the little cheder kids know. Uh, the Pasuk says, In Bamidbar, it's talking about the different uh, wagons, the agalot that uh, Moshe gave to the uh, different um, Levium. And it says to the Bnei Kahas, he didn't give. The holy uh, work is upon them. And, and the Pasuk says, And how do they carry things they have to carry? Oh, that would be on their shoulder. Okay, not on wagons, but on their shoulders. They were shoulder care. And David Amelech, he transported the iron using a cart. Um, okay, period. Now, we're moving over to uh, Shmuel uh, Aleph, Perak Vav, which is uh, in the days of Shmuel, like a little bit earlier in history. Um, you had a, a Misa that happened with the uh, Holy Ark. 
Vayachman Shebeit Shemesh, Ki Ro'u Be'aroin. And uh, he smote people from Beit Shemesh, for they saw the Holy Ark. Really? Mishum de Ro'u Vayach? Does that make any sense? Just because they looked at something properly, they would get smitten? Ro'u Rebbe Lazar. Two rabbis, two opinions. Chad, I double under the word Chad. Amar, Koitzrin Umishtachavim Hayu. They were Koitzrin Umishtachavim. They basically were working, and they didn't stop working. They kind of bowed down and gave their respects, but they should have had much more focus on the uh, Aron Kodesh coming through the area. Vechad, I double under on this. Chad, Chad, Amar, Milinami, Amar. There were also uh, 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 words, a uh, verbal expression um, that they said that was uh, improper. So the Aron comes back and, hey, look at that. Man Amarayach de Imrayasa. Or de Imraius, uh, well, what caused you to be like uh, in a bad mood that you let yourself be kinatuman asa alach de Ephesus? and who was sent to appease you that you seem to be uh, less um, worked up about this? Vayach ba'am shivimish the pasuk Shmulalev continues and says that those people made shemesh they they smitten of them seventy men vechamishim elafish and uh, oh uh, fifty thousand men well which one was it Rebavo the Rebbelaz are two opinions Kolin Chadam or really was shivimish ayu seventy men however each one of those men was really something Cholachavechad shockil the reason calls it fifty thousand men because each one of them was kind of like fifty thousand men. Actually, no. It was 50,000. Each and every one was like a, the 70-member high court. Continuing the Aaron Kodesh being transported when the Nose Aaron Hashem, those who were carrying the Aaron, walked Shisha Sa'adim, six steps, and they offered up a, uh, an ox and a Mary. There's another Pasuk in the Vrayaman, though, that says that it was a different number. It was a Shiva Parim Vishivalim, seven bulls and seven rams. So, which way is it? Amara Papa. Bar Shmuel, I circled the Bar Shmuel, I put a number one in the margin and circled it. Four lines later in the middle of the line is Rav Chista, I circled Rav Chista and put a number two in the margin. So Amar Papa Bar Shmuel, I'll call Psiu Psia, I dot and underline Psiu Psia for each and every step that they took, there was one shore or Mary. However, and I dot underlined these five words, I'll call Vishesh Psiu for every six, um, Steps. Shoru uh, Mary, there's a Shoru Mary. I'll call Shisha Sadarim Shalshesh Psiyas, and every six times six, every 36 steps, Shiva Param Vishuvelim. That was the more significant um, offering. Ksiv, uh, the Pasuk says, this is back <clears throat> approximately, uh, well, after that Bryce that we had about eight lines before the bottom, it called the Goren Kidon. Um, it happened where uh, um, Uzzah was punished, basically killed. It happened. Anyway, where did it happen? Um, before the Pasuk said Kidon Uksiv, and then we have another Pasuk that says it happened in Nochain. Uh, the beginning was uh, Kidon, and in the end, um, it was uh, the other way, just regular nachon, proper. The Bryson now 
continues. I think this is the last quote from the very long quote from the eighth parak of the Tosefta. Anyway, this uh, Brisa goes for about eight lines. Nim says it turns out the uh, Brisa going to sort of add up the whole uh, accounting here. Nim says atali mer shloisha mine avanim hay. There are actually three different uh, sets of um, stones that were being worked with around that time period. One of them. Echad, which I put number one and underline the word Echad, Shehekim Moshe, that Moshe had set up, Be'ever Hayardain, on the uh, other side of the um, Jordan River. Shremar Be'ever Hayardain, Be'er's Moyev, Hayil Moshe, Moshe began, Be'er Es HaTarazais, to uh, explain, to um, elucidate this uh, Tarah. Elsewhere says, V'chasav Talehen is called Divrei HaTarah Hazais, write out, uh, all the words of the Torah and the Hamshak of the Pasuk leaves the here for the Gzeir Shova, Be'er Hatev. So it was uh, by Moshe, Be'er, um, by here it's Be'er Hatev, Ve'asher Be'er, Be'er Gzeir Shava. I've Echad Shehekim Yoshua. And uh, another set of stones that Yoshua set up beside Yardin, Shnemar Shtemis Ravanim, Hakim Yoshua, twelve stones that Yoshua set up beside Yardin. Vechad, and a third set, Shakim Begilgal. Shnemar, like the Basak says, Veshtemis Ravanim, the twelve stones of Elah Sher Laku. That's the end of the Brice. The Gemara brings another Brice at Tan Rabban, and this one goes for about twelve lines, starts here. Ketzad Kaswa Satira. So we know that the Mizbeach that was set up in uh, Mount Abel, Har Abel, they were able, they were certainly able. Um, they wrote the, uh, something, as he wrote the Torah. So how'd that go, how'd that happen? Well, Rebbe Yehuda, who I boxed, and two, four, six, I believe eight lines down, the middle line is Rebbe Shimon, will box Rebbe Shimon. So, again, we want to know how was the Torah um, um, written um, on the rocks of the Mizbeach. So, uh, Rabbi Yehuda, Aimer, Al Gabe Avanim, Kaswa, they wrote on the rock, Shinemar, like the Pasuk says, Vichasafta, Al Avanim, write, thou, you shall write on the rock, says, Koldi Vera Terazah, so if you consider the whole Torah, maybe it's Chamishkum Shetara, maybe it's just say for Dvarim, certain parts, but whatever it was, that's where they wrote it. Vacharach, Sadwai Sanbisid, and afterwards, they plastered it with uh, plaster, they basically plastered over the uh, Torah. Amrallah Reb Shimon, I, Amrallah Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon is speaking to Rebbe Yehuda, who was the uh, one who had espoused this position uh, about four lines ago, three lines ago. So Amrallah Reb Shimon, one second, heich lamdoi umais taira. How exactly did they learn taira? Amrallah, well, you know what happened when they came uh, to see this uh, this uh, holy, godly document? Bini gave them a unusually unique um, insight. The Shigru Noiterin Shalahen, and they sent their uh, like a notary, people who can write. It was their special cipher. They're called uh, Notrin. Uh, the Kiflis has said, and they actually peeled off the uh, plaster, the he uha, and they copied it, or they literally, like, they lifted it up, they they plagiarized it, right? They just copied it um, via um, having them copy it down. Another, uh, another tablet. Valdavarzeh nech nishasam gzardinam leber shachas. And because of this, that these uh, 
uh, characters sometimes do things that have them going to Gehenim. They should learn, and they didn't. Shimon, who I boxed, Aimer, Agabe Sid, Kesvu, they know they just wrote it right on the whitewash. The Kesvu Lahem, the Matzah, and it was uh, written uh, lower below, like this is the disclaimer at the end. It said, Laman Asher Loi, Yilamdu Eschem Laseis Kechol Sam. Halamadita, that if somebody who had not exactly been living on the up and up, Shim Chayzin B'Teshuva, Mikhablinoisa, it would be accepted. That's the end of the Brisa, Amarava Bar Shila. My time with Reb Shimon, what's his reasoning? Well, Dixiv, like the Pasuk says in Isaiah, chapter 33, Pasuk Yud Beis, Vayu Amim, Misrafai Sid, and what's a Misrafai Sid? What is that? So I'll Iske Sid. What is Iske Sid? Um, the Torah is written, um, and we know that you have to take care of uh, that, and uh, it had to do with the Sid, Rabbi Huda. And Rabbi Huda is a slightly different approach, I don't his name, Ki Sid, well, just like plaster, Ma Sid, Ein Loi Takana, El the only thing you can do to it is uh, fire it up, Af Ein Lehem Takana, El which uh, sounds very much like a uh, Gehenim, or a uh, secondary existence. Um, okay, the following brisa that goes exactly two lines, who of the Amarim, if any of them, would know the answer? So the Pasuk says, you take as a captive. The rabbis, it comes to include, even though the Canaanites were supposed to be killed them all, if you have a Canaanite, it would be allowed. For if he does Teshuvah, so Keman, uh, would it be like, like, Rebbe Shemin. Adkan.